With more than 4 million sellers on Etsy, how can creative entrepreneurs like yourself stand out from the masses and sell more of your handmade goods without wasting hours on social media? That is the big question, and this podcast is the answer, where you will learn insider tips and proven strategies on how to turn your Etsy side hustle into a full-time business, giving you the freedom to be your own boss, have time with family, and more time to create. Hi, my name is Jenny Hall, and you're listening to the Handmade Sellers Podcast. Let's do this. Today, we are going to talk about Pinterest. A lot of people say that they use Pinterest, but they don't know how to use it for their business. Let me just check and make sure we're live. Okay, if you're here, just drop a comment and let me know what you sell. And also tell me if you do use Pinterest currently to promote yourself. Pinterest has been a big game changer for my shop. So my shop I've had for nine years, it's called Seemingly Smitten Sewing Patterns. And I um, I design and sell women and children's sewing patterns. I mostly focus on women's patterns now, um, but so 75% of my sales are women's patterns and 25% are children's patterns. And when I started using Pinterest about a year and a half ago, my traffic just shot up. And that is what I want to teach you about today. A lot of people think Pinterest is just social media, right? But look at it. When you go to Pinterest, you see things that people are selling, right? It's a, it's a platform. It's a marketing platform. And you have to use that to your advantage. So Think when you go buy something, when you go look at what's the latest and greatest, whatever, when you go and you say, I want to redo my kitchen and you're looking up kitchen layouts or bathroom layouts, or you want new clothes for the fall, right? What is the latest fall fashion for women 2020? Hey, um, then that's where you go. So you have to think when people are interested in something new, they want to find out, they go to Pinterest which means that you have to put your stuff on there because people are going to go there to search for what you have. Hey, Jennifer. Hey, Lori. Okay, so number one, the first thing you have to do is create a business account, okay? Create a business account. You want to do that because this isn't your personal account. You can have a personal account, but you also want to have a business account because this is where you're going to gather your customers, right? You're going to get people in there who are interested in what you make, right? They have, they want and need what you sell. So think of it as like a gathering place. Where can they go and learn more about your brand, but also things that interest them? So once you create a business account, I want you to brand it. I want you to put your logo on there. I want you to put a picture of yourself and on your banner, um, I want it to be items, right, that are in your shop. So right now, mine, it just auto-populates with the newest pins. So it has to be a business account because then you're able to see analytics. And you have to make sure you have a link to your Etsy shop when you're filling out your profile, right? Tell people where to find you. Tell people what you do. And say it using those key words. So I say, um, I design women and children's PDF sewing patterns. 
that it tells you what I sell. It tells you who I, who I sell it for, and I'll say seemingly smitten. So you have to say your name, your business name, and what you sell. So create a business account. Number two, think of it as a community for your customers. So get in their heads. Think what you're selling. You know your product, and what are people who buy that product from you? What are they interested in, right? What relates to your product and that they want to learn about? So those would be your boards. A lot of people say, I don't know what to put. I don't know what kind of boards. It's related around your Etsy shop. So I want you to think what you make and then underneath it, right? Five other things. What are people interested in regarding that? If you're selling wreaths, okay, let's say there's a certain style. If you like farmhouse, right, farmhouse style. So you could say, um, you could have your wreaths, right, like fall wreath decor. And then another could be farmhouse living room decor where you just, you're sharing. People like a certain style that you make in wreaths. Well, they would also like furniture, right? And you would just put in some links to your product in there because people would, you would just share a wreath on that board that would be related to how the, that style decorates their house and then how they decorate their front doors and lead them to your shop, right? So for me, mine's sewing patterns. That's overall people, people want to sew. So underneath that I have, okay, people want to sew for girls. That's a whole board. People want to sew for boys right? Sewing patterns for boys. That is a whole board. Another one is sewing patterns for women. Another one is sewing spaces. Um, people who sew love seeing how other people organize their fabric and their patterns and their sewing studios. And so that is something that my customers are interested in. And another one could be sewing tips, how to do a certain hem, what needle to use for a certain fabric, where to find certain fabrics. There's so many. Um, last year when I was, I was releasing a women's hoodie and I made a board specifically for women's hoodie sewing patterns, right? And when you go to add pins, you have to stop with this mindset of, I don't want to pin other people's stuff. You can't do that. That's a scarcity mindset. That's your mind. If you're thinking, I only want to pin my things, it doesn't look right. It doesn't look very good. It's not community, right? You are not just talking about yourself and your products. You're sharing other things that inspire you, that your community would like, right? If you got together with your customers and y'all had coffee, what would you talk about, right? You're not just going to talk about your products. What do those people talk about? So when you go to add pins to your board, you create your pin and I use Canva, it's free. And if you click on, you go in and you click create pin, you click on Pinterest and it comes out with the correct sizing. You want long vertical pins. They stand out better on Pinterest. I insert a picture of my product and then I put text on it and I say what it is. I don't just put the picture. Because I say women's bishop sleeve hoodie sewing pattern. And I and then underneath it I say www.seeminglysmitten.com. You would link your Etsy shop. Um, when I was just linking to my Etsy shop, I would put the Etsy link 
but you do want to link to yourself and you do want to create pins. Yes, you can pin directly from Etsy. You can do it both ways. But I like to create the pin. If you don't have time, go pin directly from Etsy. But I like to create the pin and put text over it because when I'm scrolling Pinterest, those phrases catch my eye. I know what I'm looking for, right? And so I will scroll and I will see, it says what I want, I click on it. You want people to click. You want people to see, it, you wanna tell them, hey, I make handmade tumblers. So, where was I? Okay, so I create my own pins. And then you go in and you start adding pins to each board. Don't get overwhelmed with it. You don't have to do this in a day, right? Go on one board and just pin five pins. Go to your next board, pin five pins. As Pinterest starts to see the things that you like, it's going to recommend pins to add. Just click add. You can go add. I want you to fill your boards up with like 30 pins. And I'm not talking your products yet. Create for your audience, right? What are they interested in? Add 30 pins to each board. This might take a week. This might take a month. It's okay, but do it. And then let's say in two or three days, go and add your pins. So then I would take my ruffle pants pattern for girls and I would make my pin. I would put it into sewing patterns for girls. I would take my women's hoodie sewing pattern. I would put it into women's sewing patterns. You just go fill them up. You mix them up. You want your pins and other people's pins. And when I was first starting out, I did not want, I was like, I am not going to pin other people's pins. Yes, no, you have to. You have to because it just shows, right? It shows to that you, you're creating that community, right? There's no scarcity. I mean, they can go look at someone else's nightgown sewing pattern. They can look at mine. It is okay. But I am showing interest with other styles that I like. By looking at that, they can see. I'm, I'm pretty classic, right, in my style. Things are not going to be, um, what's the word? Like, they're trendy, but they're, but they're classic in style. I'm not going to have lots of, let's say, skin tight. Like, that's not me. You know me, right? And that's what I want my audience to see. I want to see my styles. So when I show, let's say, Maddie nightgowns, I'll show classic styles of nightgowns and I'll pin from other sewing pattern companies and that is okay. Um, also, you have to follow people. If you want people to follow you, you have to follow people. And so I follow other people, other sewing bloggers. I'll go to that because there are people that I have followed for years. So I am interested in what they share. So I go and follow them. Well, guess what you can do? You can see who follows them. You click on their followers and I can go and I can see, well, who has boards that I like? And I can click on it. I can follow them. So you want to follow other people um, that are in other audiences, right? So let's say um, like Anna Marie Horner, she designs fabric. So I could follow her and then I could go to her Pinterest I could see who follows her and I could go find other people that sew. And by doing that, I'm growing my audience, right? They're gonna start seeing my pins. I'm gonna be sharing my pins in front of them. So follow people, grow your community. Um, it is okay to go look and see who belongs to other people's accounts 
and see if you even like their pins. You're not following everyone, you're following people that has the same style as you. Um, make sure to pin often, pin often. A lot of people can get wrapped up in it and go and pin 100 pins this week and the next week it just goes downhill. You don't want that. The Pinterest wants consistency and so you want to create, do what you can do, but try to pin a few pins a week. If you could do 10 pins, that'd be great. There is something called Tailwind. You do pay for it. I use it. It's, I don't remember how much it is, but it's, it's fantastic. You upload your pins and then you tell them what boards to put it on. So I plan out my whole month and then it does it for me. So it is automatically pinning. So I don't have to do that. Um, don't repin your pins to the same board within three months. You don't want to do that. It looks spammy. Pinterest does not want that. Okay. So pin your items, but spread them out. If you, I mean, think of how many products you have. What you can do also is when you make your pin, you're going to change the, the image on it, even for the same product, right? So for my, let's say ruffle pants patterns, well, I have pictures of from like 10 customers. So I can make each of those a separate pin. That's 10 pins for the ruffle pants pattern. So take your product, just use a different photo and make a pin. So think about the pins. If you can make five pins from each product, think how many pins you can make. Okay, I'm gonna look at some questions. Ask some questions, don't have questions. Let's see. Okay, Lori, I have a lot of monthly viewer, viewers, but very few sales from Pinterest. How do you get sales? So basically you're getting traffic. You're getting people to your shop that like your style and your products. So when they come over to my shop, you can go into your Etsy analytics, into your stats, and you're gonna click on traffic. And at the bottom, you're gonna see it says, um, Etsy traffic, direct traffic. You click on direct traffic. It's going to say social media. Click on that. It's going to tell you how much percentage of traffic comes from other platforms. So for me right now, Pinterest, I think is 12%. 12% of traffic is pretty good. Um, and so I know I can scroll down even further and I can see what people are, people are coming from Pinterest from those top five pins. I can see them right there. So if my ruffle pants brought in 300 views, right? If they came over, then I expect to have three sales at least, right? So you can just look back also into your sold orders and see. But if you're getting that much traffic from Pinterest, they're finding you. They're finding your shop because they're interested in your product. So you may not know that it's specifically coming, but your Pinterest traffic is increasing and your revenue will increase. Nobody got time for Pinterest. <laughs> Kirsty, yes, you have to make a little time. Um, you could also promote your pins. So if you have a best-selling item, and don't do this for an item that is not selling. You want something that is selling in your shop. You know it's a product people want and people are buying, and you can promote your pin. Pinterest traffic is so affordable, so affordable. You could put $10 on there, and you could get in front of so many more people than Facebook. So I like Pinterest ads, I do. You don't have to spend that much money um, in order to be seen and they're going to show it because it's based on keywords, you're gonna show it in front of your ideal customer. Kirsty, yes, you pin other people's products. You, you pin your competition too. Or let's say, let's see, what do you, Kirsty, tell me what you sell. I didn't think I saw it. So, <laughs> okay, so let's say you sell, let's say you sell wreaths. 
And then you're, okay, handmade ear, earrings. Earrings, okay, handmade earrings. Okay, yes, you're gonna sell handmade earrings. So you're gonna have, what kind of earrings? Are they gold earrings, are they gold dangle earrings? Earrings, are they silver charm earrings? Are they chunky silver earrings? Are they hammered? Like, what are they? You're gonna have a board for, and then you're going to pin, when you research, think of your style and what you're looking for, for your inspiration. What words do you type in? You have people that you like, you have products that you like, pin them, pin them. And then you're going to insert your earrings in there. So when someone goes to your silver charm earrings, they're gonna see lots of silver charm earrings, but your products are going to be spread throughout. So yes, you pin your competition, and you just have to, <laughs> you just have to pin your competition. <laughs> but you will get seen because it's in there and it is, remember, it is a search engine. It's a search engine. Is it okay to pin pictures and video of the same item at the same time? Yes, to different boards. So if you want to pin a picture to one board and then in the next board, pin, the, pin it as a video, right? And then the next board, pin it as a picture. The next one, pin it as a video. And get that product to all five boards. Does that make sense? You're not doing it wrong. Garcia, <laughs> you're not doing it wrong. It's just, it is, a, it is a mindset change. You have to say, it is okay to pin my competition. You just have to say that to yourself. It's going to feel weird, but it's about community. It's about building community. So when someone else sees it, because think when you go search Pinterest, when someone, when I'm scrolling, the owner of that pin is not the one that I'm seeing where it came from sometimes. It says pinned by, right? Pinned by. So it doesn't mean I'm necessarily pinning straight from an Etsy competitor. I could have seen that product on someone else's Pinterest board and liked it. Oh, that's really pretty. Pin. So you don't have to pin directly from your competitor. You're pinning based on what your, uh, what your ideal audience wants. Okay. Any other questions? More time in the day. <laughs> I know. So I did this like laying in bed at night, five minutes, just like pin, pin, pin. You can add to the board easily because Pinterest recommends when you pin, scroll down and it's going to recommend pins. And literally I'll go click, 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 click. That's all you have to do. And then the next day I can take one of my already made pins. Everything I made is saved in Canva and you can upload it. Okay. Okay. Thank you all so much for joining. If you want to learn more, I do have a inside of Etsy Accelerator. There is a whole course on Pinterest and how to use SEO to get found in Pinterest and to grow your sales. If you'd like to join, come and join. We're doing the seven days for a dollar. I'm not sure how much longer I'll have it on, maybe another week or two. And then those women, because I want to work with them till the end of the year because Christmas is a coming and I want to help them grow their traffic and sales. So if you want in, come on in. We've been doing live coaching calls. It's so much fun. We all get on Zoom and we talk and we talk and we talk and we help each other. So if you're ready for some group coaching, you're ready to get support from me and the other members. We have 50 women in there, 49 women. It's amazing. And I love it. That's where I am. So thank y'all so much for joining. If you want to join Etsy Accelerator, um, message me or I'll post a link. Y'all have an awesome day. Are you a handmade seller and creative entrepreneur who's ready to amplify your Etsy shop's visibility and sales? If so, then I invite you to join my community of more than 1,900 Etsy shop owners on Facebook called Etsy Sales and Marketing for Handmade Sellers. It's where you will get insider access on the latest strategies for writing SEO and for boosting your sales with simple and strategic social media marketing while surrounding yourself with a community of supportive entrepreneurs who are in your corner every step of the way. Join for free today by visiting www.jenny-hall.com slash Facebook group. 
Thanks for listening, and I can't wait to see you on the inside.